This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the reason I'm called it this is because at some point, each and every one of us is going to have to begin the exploration of who we are inside this human ego being body, physical thing, energetic, emotional <laughs> being with two eyes and a nose and a mind and a heart. We have to begin to explore that. And it takes faith to explore that. It takes, because we're trained to um, ignore the, the, the desire to to explore. I mean, there's a part of our consensus reality that says it's really important to explore and know and learn and grow. And then another point, there's like, nope, don't go any further than that. There's a, a place where we're, um, we're um, there's, it appears to be an enforcement of some sort. And a lot of times our parents have trained us that way, or our religion has trained us that way, or our culture or our gender, um, things that you're not allowed to do. Uh, and that constraint is very, very powerful. But at some point, the the yearning and the longing and the connection to something greater than our culture, our religion, our consensus reality, it, there's something greater than, and we can't ignore it. <laughs> we try to ignore it, and we get sick, or we get stressed, or we get angry, or we get depressed. And when we say, okay, I'm not going to ignore this anymore. I'm going to hire myself a therapist or I'm going to hire myself a coach or a spiritual guide. I'm going to hire somebody that can support me and empower me to question my reality. What is this all about? Why am I feeling that what was so important isn't important anymore? How, what, what, what's changing? How come things, they're not the same anymore? How come what I thought I wanted isn't what I seem to want now? All of those questions that show up. And one of the things I know you've heard me say over and over and over again is there's a point where you need to train yourself to do it differently. To do what differently? <laughs> to question differently. To question that you have a right to question your reality. You have a right to. In fact, it's your birthright to question. It's what you came here to do to say, what's true? Who am I in here? What's the point of all this? And to even ask those questions begins a, a relationship with faith, faith as in the leap of faith. Like, can I trust that it's okay to question reality? I grew up Catholic and, you know, there was, it was a sin to question the religion. It was a sin. So even to begin to question that, I was sinning and from the perspective of the, the religion. If I, I question the perspective of confession, which is you go, you know, talk to a priest and say, hey, I did these things that are appear, uh, uh, supposed to be a, a sin and I need to be forgiven. And as I questioned that, and it was like, I can talk to God about that directly. I don't need an intercessory person to say, oh, yes, you have that right. I can talk to God myself. That was a sin. <laughs> So, you know, that started when I was early teens um, and where I tried to keep myself in alignment, I got very depressed and I got um, suicidal because uh, it's like, what's the point? I don't get it. And there was nowhere for me to go outside the constraints of my culture, my family and my religion, which gave me an opening to this. So I was really all alone in this process of identifying 
me and saying this isn't this doesn't feel right i'm so you know this doesn't feel right and to allow that and trust that that didn't feel right was very scary because <laughs> again it went against you know my mother and my father and you know went through went against everything so i it was very difficult to um, go through that period of time um, and the point of all this is that there's a point where you have to take a blind leap of faith and that blind leap of faith isn't like you know crossing the Grand Canyon uh, in you know one single leap it's about a thought and saying this thought feels more right than the thought that I was taught that I can talk directly to God versus talking to a priest about what I would talk to God. Um, and those little, those things can feel death-defying. You know, the idea of giving up the idea of sin, the idea of giving up the idea of sin, that went against the dogma of this religion. And, and I could go to hell for that. It's like, that's a leap of faith to say, I'm going to believe what I believe versus this going, you know, going by the fact that the fear that I might go to hell is greater than. So I had to keep taking these little tiny leaps of faith over and over and over. Those leaps of faith is one is training myself to believe what I know to be true or to decide to not believe what I don't know that I'm that I know to be true so um, um, uh, faith according to I'm going to see if I can get this right David Hawkins says faith is the surrender the voluntary surrendering of disbelief the voluntary surrendering of disbelief like I don't believe in a universal oneness uh, sorts of all that is. I don't believe I'm 100% potentiality. I don't believe that I can be the source of miracles. I don't believe that I can have all of the abundance and have all of the the fulfillment of my human spirit. Okay, those are things you don't believe. But can you momentarily surrender, voluntarily surrender that disbelief? Or... I, you know, like I said, it's like I voluntarily surrender the belief that that I'm sinning if I talk directly to God and not to a, a, a priest, or that I'm um, I I voluntarily surrender and live in faith that I'm not going to go to hell, and those kinds of things. It's like one thought at a time. Uh, I look at what other people, the people that are um, spiritually sound, they're 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 um, known for their integrity and their impeccability, like um, Eckhart Tolle or, um, or Deepak Chopra, to name just two, there's an integrity about them and a wholeness about them. But both of them, especially Eckhart, went through tremendous amounts of um, faith leaping from being homeless on a park bench to where he is now in terms of a person that is well-respected uh, for his uh, his sharing and his service of of um, his of the truth that he lives by, and it's like if they have that, and they did the faith leaping thing, then that's what I'm gonna do because it seems to have worked for them, even though it's difficult. We're not talking about 
you know, me waving my magic wand and all, all of a sudden it's, it's happy. It's a lot of work. But that work is extricating myself from all the thoughts that create suffering. The thoughts that create suffering not only to me, but to my children and to the people I love, um, the people I work with. Uh, and so the more I can extricate myself from those thoughts by leap, faith leaping, to say, no, I'm not going to believe that, then I'm letting go of those things that cause me suffering and that are not um, empowering me to thrive. Basically, we're settling suffering and surviving because we're afraid to take these little, little uh, leaps of faith. But it only takes little leaps of faith over and over and over again. And it's the matter, it's the wisdom and the, 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 the conviction that I trust something enough. I trust the wisdom of Eckhart. I trust the wisdom of Deepak. I trust the wisdom of Marianne Williamson. I trust the wisdom of, you know, I can name a hundred people, but they are all in alignment with, um, with a, a, a way, a principle, a spiritual principles that, that bring about thriving, that bring about peace and serenity and, and harmony and love in the world. And that's what I want. It's like, I want what you got. So I'm willing to um, to do that and uh, one 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 faith leaping moment at a time uh, I read someplace and I'm not sure where it said the blind leap of faith presupposes that you are capable of ignoring what the logical mind is screaming about so as a kid my logical mind was screaming you can't give up going to confession you, you're going to go to hell, right? That's what my logical mind is screaming. <laughs> or, um, or you can't move to Orcas Island. This was in 2003. You can't move to Orcas Island and keep a thriving uh, coaching practice. You know, you can't. And just name a hundred things. You can't um, um, separate from your, your husband and believe that you're gonna, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter that there's these places in our logical mind that uh, that says it's just screaming. Um, as a woman, and I've been living alone, uh, I was separated about eight years ago. There's a there's a part of my brain that's continually screaming. You can't have a great life without a a partner. You can't have a house and, you know, all of the, the accoutrements of a wonderful life without a partner. I mean, I'm literally, it's screaming in my head. <laughs> and I have to take the blind leap of faith every day and go, I'm at peace here. I actually, I actually thrive when I'm on my own. I have yet to have the experience of thriving when I'm in partnership. And I know that has a lot to do with my interpretations and how I've been being in relation, and that's shifting. So who knows what would happen if, if someone else showed up. Uh, but that part in my logical mind that's screaming, and I'm having to say, nope, I'm, I'm not going there. And I have to, every day, take the every moment, in a sense, this mindfulness of being mindful of the moment and what my logical mind is screaming about and going, yeah, no, that's not, no. Um, my Part of my um, work-life balance is I see about 10 clients 
a week maximum. And my logical mind is screaming, you can't live that way. You can't, you can't thrive in a world that way. You've got to work hard. You've got to be seeing a lot more people than that. And it's like, I have to be mindful and say, no, no, that's not, that's not my orientation. It's not my spiritual principles that I operate on logical. You know, I have to work harder and more. That's not my spiritual principle. And so that logical mind says one thing and my, my, um, my faith in a, a, a different reality, a different paradigm says, I don't have to work that hard and I have a great life. I have a great life and I'm learning to enjoy it more and more <laughs> because that voice is still screaming sometimes, but I've turned the, vo- the volume down. Ram Dass said this um, when people were asking him, you know, how he is with all of this stuff. He goes, yeah, all those voices are still there, it's, but it's like a radio station. You know, you just kind of turn the volume down and you attend to the things that are more joyful and more blissful and more fulfilling. And so that's what I do. And it takes a leap of faith and it takes training to train myself over and over and over and over again to take those leaps of faith. And so I encourage that for you to be curious about when you have an opportunity to take a leap of faith and listening and hearing your logical mind and going, oh no, the logical mind is stronger. But I also want you to be curious about all the times that your logical mind was saying things and you went, nope, not going there. Because there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of times when your logical mind has said one thing and you decided to do something else. That's free will. So you can use that free will as you have been already. It's just training yourself to do it in a different way. So part of my job with these um, these podcasts, but also as a life and transformational coach and spiritual coach, is to support and empower you to make the choices, be able to train yourself and strengthen this capacity to live in faith. Uh, and uh, if you need some support, don't hesitate to contact me to help you do that. Uh, you can reach me at rosie at the paradigmshifts.com or just check out my website and see what's there. If there's something else that's useful, there's videos and blogs and books that could be really useful to you, I believe. Um, and there's all the other people I talk about, David Hawkins, uh, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, Marianne Williamson, and tons of people I'm sure you know of that support you in, in living in faith, living in this faith beyond our consensus view of reality. All right, that's it for now. Big hugs. Bye.